Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the AFC Championship Game Edition of the Chiefs Wire Podcast. I'm Ed Easton Jr. On today's episode, we'll listen in on the AFC Championship press conferences from the Chiefs ahead of this Sunday's rematch. But first, as always, we start off with Chiefs Wire Managing Editor, Charles Goldman. Okay, Charles, anything I'll start out to you from the divisional round victory over the Jaguars? Yeah, you know, I was uh, I was really impressed with those seventh round rookies out there, uh, Isaiah Pacheco, Jalen Watson. I mean, they both had killer games. Uh, Pacheco had the long run, Watson the the one handed interception with his bro- broken hand, mind you. That was the hand that he broke that he intercepted that pass with. Just wild. I mean, we've known what these guys are about for a while, but you know, to see them do that in a playoff game that was big time. On the subject of Pacheco, though, you know, I think it kind of leads into what we need to see this week. He needs to be featured as he was on that 98-yard Chad Henney touchdown drive, you know, in this upcoming AFC Championship game. He he needs to be featured that way. You know, they need to use him uh, and the other running backs as well to protect Mahomes, but but also the offensive line a, a little bit in this upcoming game, right? Because nothing makes their life easier uh, than, than if you let them tee off in the run game a little bit. So I, I think that's got to be a big thing for, for Kansas City in this game. And I know, you know, Patrick Mahomes, he's still an alien. He was a full participant in practice on Wednesday, but that doesn't mean they can't help him out a bit, you know? Um if he needs to throw the ball more than 40 times, I think the game plan should be considered a failure. I, I think that they need to, you know, use him, but use him sparingly, use him uh, in the right moments, and, and, you know, kind of feature some of the other pieces of the offense and let them shine. Um, you know, basically use whatever, the Chad Henney game plan, you want to call it the Alex Smith game plan a little bit, just... uh you know, let Mahomes play conductor out there a little bit. Let him matriculate the ball down the field because that will control time of possession. First of all, that'll control time of possession um, and keep the ball away from, from Joe Burrow and, and his band of, of freak receivers there. But, uh, you know, it'll also um, allow the the Chiefs to, uh, you know, protect him a little bit from some of these hits and uh, what have you and, you know, get the ball out of his hands quickly and, you know, use some of the, the different things that you can to uh, to really ensure that you're protecting your quarterback to the fullest extent. How concerned are you about Patrick Mahomes' high ankle sprain heading into Sunday? Uh, it's certainly a big concern, but uh, if there's any player that can handle it, it's Patrick Mahomes. I mean... We've seen him play through a high ankle sprain before in the beginning of the 2019 uh, NFL season. He suffered a high ankle sprain against, albeit, the 
<laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, in week one. That's uh, quite the coincidence there. But um, anyhow, he, he went on to battle uh, that injury in the early portion of the season. Um, I feel like he re-injured it once, like against the Colts in week six, I, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. But for the most part, he was able to play just fine uh, after suffering the injury. Now, this one is a little bit different. Uh, it's his right leg. That was his left leg, so uh, left ankle. So the um, you know, sprain itself, I, I was told, is different as well, but also not as severe as the first one. So there, there are going to be some challenges, but uh, like we've seen Mahomes play on one leg before. I mean, he basically did it the whole 2020 playoffs with his turf toe injury uh, behind a much worse offensive line, let me tell you. So... I think, you know, it's okay to be concerned about it. Is it going to, like, hamper him where he looks like a completely different quarterback? I, I don't think so. I, I think that, you know, if if they do things right in the practice week, find the types of throws and plays that he's comfortable with that he can make um, in the right situations, I think they're going to be uh, they're going to be in a good spot. Should the Chiefs try a different approach against the Bengals since they've fallen to them three straight times? You know, I don't uh, I don't think so. I really think the record against the Bengals is a little overblown. I mean, the Chiefs have lost by a margin of three points each time. And uh, the biggest issues have been self-inflicted wounds. We're talking penalties, turnovers, stuff like that. So I, I'm not sure you really changed the approach all that much. That said, I think this week, I mean, you got to, like, like I said earlier, you got to lean on the run game more than you have uh, at any other point in the season. And that has more to do with, with Mahomes' ankle injury than anything else. Uh, defensively, I you know, they need to do a better job stopping the run game and working the middle of the field defense. Uh, that has become a big, big weakness for this group. Um, so I would say that that's probably one one thing they need to change or work on for this upcoming game against the Bengals. Do you believe this is the biggest Chiefs game of the Andy Reid era? Uh, it's certainly up there. I, I mean, anytime you have a chance to win the uh, franchise founder's namesake trophy in your own house, it's going to be a big game, right? Um, I, those are the types of games that you really get up for because you know how important it is to clark hunt to ho hoist the lamar hunt trophy and you know it's been a couple seasons now and i, I think you know the, the stakes are a bit higher because of the team they're playing and the lack of success they've had against the Bengals. um i sure know that that the players are sick of, of losing to cincinnati um for andy Reid, though i i don't know how this i don't know if this game will affect his legacy or any anything like that all that much in the grand scheme of things but advancing to another super bowl certainly wouldn't hurt it um it, it, it's just one of those things where you know he's already accomplished so much um it, it feels like another tack on the belt for for big red um that said i mean i i, I think uh you couldn't have asked for a better situation um just in terms of opponent and you know, kind of the vibe heading into the game. The Chiefs are home underdogs. People are doubting them. People are doubting Mahomes because of his injury. Um, all, all that stuff. Like, this is exactly where the Chiefs want to be right now. Um, I, I feel like that's when they play their best football is when 
they're doubted. And it's been a while since they've been doubted because they've been at the top. Um, but but sometimes uh, all it takes is a little bit of that, um, you know, extra chip on your shoulder when you're playing to, to turn the tides. And maybe it'll be that difference. And, you know, maybe it'll be the thing that flips it from a three-point loss to a three-point win. So we'll, we'll find out here shortly. Now we check in with the Chiefs Wire mailbag. Ask Chiefs Wire. Mark Morin asks... Why is Kadarius Tony on the field so much less than Marquez Valdez Scantling and Justin Watson? So, Mark, I've been pounding the table for Tony to get more opportunities, and, and I've kind of been like, "Oh, it's going to come, it's going to come." But I, I think what we're seeing now is by design as kind of a method to keep him on the field. Um, and, and what I mean by that is we've seen him struggle with hamstring issues this season. And I think the Chiefs have found the number of snaps that he's most comfortable with and that is most conducive for his long-term health. So as much as we'd like to see him get out there and get more work over those other guys, I'm not sure that we're going to see that until those hamstring issues are well behind him. Uh, Having him healthy and on the field for those 25 to 30 snaps he's been playing every week is more important than getting him a 60-snap game like Juju Smith-Schuster has been getting. So, like I said, as much as I'd like to see it, and I know that the fans would like to see it, I I think, you know, 25, 30 snaps, that's what you're going to get out of Tony for the rest of the season. And uh, he's just got to do his best to make those snaps count. And I think the Chiefs know that, that, like, hey, when he's on the field, like, we need to be able to utilize his talents. Um, And and I don't think they're going to forget about him or anything like that uh, in the playoffs. So we should see plenty of Tony. Uh, here in the AFC Championship game. And lastly, are there any particular stories from Chiefs Wire you would like to highlight from the past week? Yeah, so uh, we've been doing a little light uh, on content the past few days just because I've been dealing with some sort of illness that caught me uh, at the end of that AFC Divisional round game there. It was like publish publish Ed's like Twitter reactions articles and then ran to the bathroom and yacked my brains out but um, we've uh, we've had plenty uh, on the Chris Lamon situation in the last couple days uh, Pro Football Writers of America they're on Field Awards Andy Reid's interview on Tom Brady's podcast Ed got some stuff up on there uh, special teams review from West this week is phenomenal uh, phenomenal work and uh, we got a lot more good stuff uh, coming to you in the next couple days. And there's plenty still up there on the website now about Patrick Mahomes' ankle injury uh, and some different things as well. Plenty more preview content on the way. We appreciate you all tuning into the show and reading the website. We couldn't do this without you. You know what I say now. Go Chiefs! doing how are you um i'm doing good you know afc championship week ready to go how's the ankle it's doing good you know i've got a few days of treatment a few days of rehab uh excited to get on the practice field and kind of test it out uh, and uh see where i'm at but uh it's feeling good so far you, you expressed that you'd start treatment the night after the game can you just kind of bring us through what that night was and then these last few days what, what you've been doing 
yeah, I was able to do some extra testing just to make sure everything was good, uh, not after the game, and then get a few things done uh, to help the treatment kind of start off. And then the next few days has just kind of been, I mean, all-day thing where you're just doing either treatment or rehab or watching film. And uh, I, I, I had to take Brittany a few places with me so I can be around the kids a little bit. But uh, it's a full-day thing where you're trying to make sure that you're obviously prepared for the Bengals and a great football team uh, mentally and physically. Patrick, what do you, feel, Patrick, what do you think? been the toughest injury that you've had to play through before how that might serve you for Sunday uh probably my toe would probably be the the toughest injury I remember when I had the toe I was like having to I had to curl my toes when I walked so that was probably the the toughest injury that I I had to play through um but I've dealt with a lot of them man and uh you kind of have to mentally just get yourself to focus on what needs to be focused on and that's the team that you're playing and you prepare your body all week and then when you get to Sunday uh, you focus on playing the football game, and uh, that's what I'm going to try to do this week. Is that all com- at all comparable to the injury you had against Jacksonville a few years ago? Yeah, it's very similar, just a different ankle, um, especially when you're different ankles in the quarterback position, you're planting and throwing off different stuff. Um, so the last one, I, it was the leg that I landed on, so I had to find ways to throw where I could land and keep it in the right spot. And this time I'll have to find ways to be able to push off and be able to still make the throws the right way. So uh, definitely uh, similar in a sense, but obviously different limitations and stuff that I'll have to work through. Yeah, this is the first time, I guess, in, in your Chiefs uh, career that you've come into a playoff game as an underdog, as a, especially as a home underdog, basically due to your injury, so to speak. Do you feel – you feel more pressure. Do you feel like it's, it's because you're an underdog now? There's, there's not a lot of pressure since a lot of people expect Cincinnati to win this game now. Yeah, I mean, every time I walk on that field, I don't I don't think I'm an underdog, especially when I walk on Arrowhead's field. So uh, I just go in with the same mindset of we're going to play our best football to win. Uh, we know we're playing a great football team that's beat us the last three times. Um, and so we have to learn from our mistakes in the past and be better um, in order to, to win against a great football team. Did you see the video? Does it require a different? Uh, I think we'll see throughout the week. Uh, I haven't got got to go out and practice yet and put myself in those positions. Uh, I've done limited stuff, kind of in a a small uh, small kind of box of what I can do. But uh, I'll push it a little bit today, and then and the next day, and then the next day again, and see what I can do to not re-aggravate the injury, obviously, but uh, to push it to see what, I, what I'll be able to do on Sunday. Any hesitation mentally? You know, considering last time so that you want to have coming up on Sunday. Um, I'm, there was a little bit earlier in the week. I mean, you want to you want to push it, but you don't. Like I said, you don't want to re-aggravate it or do something that you were in the position this last game and it was hurting. But uh, that stuff that you do the rehab and then you do the treatment for is to uh, prepare yourself to go out and practice and go out and play. And um, uh, I mean, all you can do is keep pushing and pushing it and uh, try to do whatever you can to go out there and win a football game. Yeah, Patrick, I'm, I'm, do at home, but are you are you off your feet when you're at the house or you doing some stuff at home as well? You know, uh, when I'm at the house, it's usually either studying or going to sleep. So uh, it's just kind of prepare yourself, uh, do whatever I can at the building, and then whenever I can get off my feet and get some sleep, then I'll, I'll go get some sleep. Looking at past legends that have played through major injuries. Nick, um, you're facing Joe Burrow again. Um, what success, why has he been able to pull wins out? What is it you're looking for when you're facing him this time after having enough experience against him? Uh, yeah, uh, the last three times we played them, especially like the last time, uh, the checkdowns became a problem. I was able to get the ball to the running backs, and now they made plays for them out there in space and uh, kept them in front of the sticks. Uh, so we've got to do a good job of that and tackling checkdowns. And um, uh, if we do that, we feel like we have a better chance of winning. Mixon didn't play in the last game. Mm-hmm. So how, how difficult of a challenge is it going to be for you on this time around with the addition of him and 
Yeah, man, I got great two great backs, man. Um, I watch them both a lot. Uh, OU and um, I watch them and they continue to play together in the league. And um, again, complete opposites uh, in terms of the skills that they bring to the offense, but they're still both hard tackles and hard outs. So uh, it's all, it takes all eleven of us. Uh, we got to stop the front. I mean, stop the ball with our front and, uh, and our linebackers, and uh, we just got to tackle out in space. How difficult is it, you know, for you setting the defense and communicating with everybody when they move Jamar around so much, and especially trying to put him in the backfield or get him quick with the line of yeah, I think they do a great job with everybody. Uh, they have in their scheme, uh, mixing around, putting them in different spots, different locations, uh, trying to make the defense think a little bit. I throw them in the backfield a little bit as well. Uh, just kind of switch it up a little bit. But uh, this game, we just got to communicate. Uh, we got to get a line uh, and, and, and communicate. Uh, get everybody to get a line and uh, just execute the game plan. Uh, we just got to tackle out in space again, like I said, and um, uh, make try to make it hard as we can for Joe Burrow um, and then uh, see what happens at the end of the game. Nick, how good is, is Burrow's awareness, just considering when you guys bring blitzes from the second and third level, it seems like he's able to get the ball out real quick? Yeah, uh, he got a great feel for the game, man. Uh, we got to do a great job uh, with disguises uh, throughout this week. Uh, he gets the ball out uh, quick, and then if he holds on to it, uh, sees a blitz, he starts to check down, uh, gets to his hot route. So he does a great job of that. Again, it kind of helps him stay in front of the sticks. Uh, and that kind of hurt us the last two times we played him. Nick, how much did that loss and the championship game last year motivate you in the offseason? Oh, man, it's a lot. Uh, it was my first year, and um, I kind of feel like I left a couple, couple plays out there on the table. Um, and so uh, I've been focusing on, on this one for a while. Uh, just a chance to get back to this game, and uh, we have to play them again. So I'm excited, and our team's excited, especially our defense excited. Did the players feel more precious time around, obviously, when I know you were here for it, but in 2018, we lost to the Patriots, motivating factor. They won the next two AC championship games. They didn't, they didn't like the fact that the opponent coming in, taking the Marlins trophy away. With that team doing that last year, coming back in, What's the, what's the uh, you know, talk about in the locker? Yeah, man, I feel like uh, I feel we're motivated. Uh, just a, uh, just another chance to compete uh, for another game at Arrowhead. Uh, we got another ch- chance to play at home in front of our home fans, and um, that's exciting for us. Uh, we like We got to execute. Uh, we can't really worry about uh, 2018 and comparing it to back then. And um, we got to execute the game plan. We got to go out there, play fast, play physical, um, and have fun. And, um, I feel like that's just the message for this game. It's kind of what we got in house. Uh, it's kind of what we're motivated, uh, kind of motivate each other uh, and our teammates. Uh, we're going to execute and play hard for each other. Nick, this is the fourth time you're playing them in two years. Mm-hmm. It's like a division rival almost because you match up so often. Maybe it's just the cameras catching the right time, but it seems maybe more chirpy, mm-hmm. maybe a little more chatter between the two teams than, than normal games. Is it? Feel that way to you? Is there more talk? Is there? Uh, that's playoff football. Uh, I've been here. It's my second year, and I've played uh, in a lot of uh, playoff games. And um, I kind of feel like that's just the, the level of intensity that you bring every single week. Uh, you got to bring that. Uh, you got to have that edge, have that chip on your shoulder if you want to compete and win games and, and get a chance to play in the Super Bowl. They don't, they don't get under your skin more no, sir. than anyone else? No, sir. Nick, you mentioned tackling the check down, but mm-hmm. also those elusive receivers like Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, mm-hmm. all those guys. Like, What's the difficulty of trying to get them to limit their yardage because they've been pretty productive against you guys? Yeah, uh, we're a press team, so we got to get hands on receivers. And, um, again, uh, we got to tackle. Uh, they do a great job putting their playmakers out there in space, uh, giving them a room to work with. So uh, we got a vice tackle, uh, get 11 hats to the ball, man, and just got to tackle out in space. That's going to be the name of this game. Uh, they do a great job. Uh, Zach Taylor does a great job as well, getting their, their playmakers out there in space and um, getting good spacing and uh, running backs, check downs, uh, tight ends, all of it. Uh, so it's all about tackling in space and executing the game plan. Nick, you mentioned the check downs. Uh, when you went back and watched those, mm-hmm. Technique issues on your guys' part, and then just making plays. How could you characterize some of those plays? Uh, a little bit of both, a little bit of bad tackling as well. Um, kind of got to own our leverages and um, use use people uh, that are designated in that defensive play. Uh, maybe it be a corner, another linebacker, or a safety. I just got to use who, who who we have in our scheme and um, in tackling. Uh, kind of led to a lot of it, including myself. I think I had a couple of plays last time. 
Nick, there's so much talk about mm -hmm. how cool Joe is, how calm and controlled he always is. In, in the matchups you guys have had with him, has there been a moment where you guys have seen him rattled or you've rattled him? Uh, last time we played him, I uh, can't speak for I, don't, I can't remember the rest of them, but last time we played him, uh, he didn't make a mistake uh, all game, and um, he played a pretty clean game. And so uh, I think we got to do a better job of, of forcing him to make a, a little bit tougher decisions, um, kind of get more pressure on him if we can, and um, actually uh, finishing off sacks. I know we struggled for that the last two times we played him. Kind of along the lines of what James asked, I mean. Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited. But well, yeah. a little bit about you've seen this team a few times now. And Patrick was explaining how they're really good on defense of showing you one thing, doing another. They change it up. So what do you see as the biggest challenge facing them this time? I think the biggest challenge for us is just going out there and just, you know, making plays. You know, you talk about two uh, teams that are both prestige, uh, great defense. And for us, it's just more so that we have to execute our plays. And when the ball is thrown to you, make your plays, convert on third downs. Um, and like you said, Pat said one of the biggest things that they do with their defense is that they change a lot of things in between plays, uh, which, is, which helps them. But for ourselves, it's more so that, you know, we got to play our best game. Where, where have they gotten? I mean, you're kind of uniquely qualified playing them two times a year in the division and not coming over here getting a second time at them. Where, where have they improved in, in defense? You know, a couple of years ago when you were seeing them, they were one of the bottom teams in the league. Now that, you know, back-to-back games have changed. I just think, honestly, they're just a physical team. They just play physical. Um, uh, from start to finish, uh, all four quarters. And that's something that, you know, I saw that playing them uh, in Cincinnati, and it felt like a, a playoff atmosphere game. And that's kind of like, you know, what I'm expecting to see here. You've had a lot of experience with, like, dealing, like playing with quarterbacks that played through injuries. What have you noticed from your time with the Steelers to now and the difference from quarterback play playing through injuries? Oh, they're going to play football regardless. They've been playing ball since their whole life. They love the game so much. There's... There's nothing that's, that's there's nothing else that's gonna stop Pat from doing what Pat does. So uh, if that's what you're trying to ask me, yeah. Um I'm sure a lot of guys are aware of the comments that they're making. Um I've been playing against this team since I've been in the NFL, so it's nothing new to me. Like, they, <laughs> the Bengals, they've always been the raw, raw team, and, you know, they back it up, and that's what they've been doing this whole season. So it's just more so for us, for me, to go out there and just play just play ball half months and just talk about shoulder pads and helmet. Did you go, How excited were you to see Patrick Mahomes and the way his condition seems to be, you know, improving as the week going along to now? Uh, super excited, man. Uh, like you said, that, that, that kid, man, he's a uh, – He's a dog. He, he doesn't he doesn't give up. He doesn't quit. As you guys saw that this past game, and you know going into this game, like I said, you, you'll see him out there. What does it do for the mindset of this offense, just having a teammate like Patrick out there practice, knowing that ankle injury? Knowing that ankle injury, knowing that ankle injury. It pretty much that just pretty much to show that how much heart he has for his team and how much love you know for everyone. Um, even even this past game when he when he was going through his whole process and injury. Um, you know, he, he was still pushing. You could see that he was fighting, and it was it was nice for us because that kind of gave everybody in the room and the huddle momentum to like, yo, we gotta push, we gotta work for you. Like we're here for you, we got your back, and uh, and it showed this past game. Did you still early on in the season uh, ask you about you know what your goals were, and one of them was to get to this game and be able to go to the Super Bowl. What's your excitement level of being able to be here now? And I know you feel like super you're excited. <laughs> but, 
what's your what's your excitement level getting being able to play this game? I'm, I'm super excited, man. I can't wait to practice today. I can't wait just to go out there. Um, it, it's just more so that you know you know uh, this is my sixth year in the league, and I've been trying to you know get to this every year. And the fact that I'm here and I'm you know preparing for the week, like you know we take day by day. Uh, and like I said, I just I'm excited. One thing we we, we don't we can't peak too soon though. So yes, sir. Have you allowed yourself to, to think about what it'll be like if you won this game and made it to your first Super Bowl? No, I haven't even thought that far. I'm, I'm focused on today. And once we, once we conquer today, we'll focus on tomorrow and then the following day. And then when, day, when game day comes, we'll go from there. I want to thank everybody for listening to today's show and to remind you to please follow us on Twitter at The Chiefs Wire. I'm Ed Easton Jr. Check us out next time. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of... uh human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.